0: This is the Milo Beasley Show.
1: This is the Milo Beasley Show. There's only one thing you need to know. This is the Milo Beasley Show. And now, here's your host, Milo Beasley. And welcome to a brand new episode of the Milo Beasley Show. Let me try that. And welcome to the Milo Beasley Show. Uh, I'm a little bit uh thrown off as we're actually doing a two for this week uh we have our episode with dave thomas uh and, and uh, man if you haven't already checked out that interview please go check it out now it's even on the podcast form but this week we're doing a two for we have two episodes this week uh so please help me welcome at this time nina bergman how are you
0: Hi. i'm great long time no see
1: I know. Yeah. We just, uh, we hung out. What was that? I don't even in know. It's, North, Carolina,
0: so, North Carolina.
1: Yeah. Right? North Carolina. When was it? That was, uh, there we are.
0: Yeah, there we are.
1: There we are hanging out with Carlos Faro and, uh, Roger Craig Smith. That was a, a lot of fun. That
0: was a lot of fun. Those guys are fun.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of, a lot of laughs to be had. I think that yeah. was, um, was that in August?
0: yes i'm not so good with dates you know i'm one of those people yeah. i have no sense of time and, date and
1: Yeah, i know you're you're like super busy <laughs> it's been
0: busy it's been yeah, good.
1: super busy you're working i mean you uh i mean you're, you're working on a, a project now we can't talk about but uh i mean actually i should we should say you're probably working on multiple projects now um because you're busy and when you're not you're, you know, hanging out with uh, Deborah Fisher and Heather Graham over in, like, Europe just doing, you know.
0: Well, we, we're still working. You know, we're always, you know, cooking up, cooking up something. I'm just not going to say what. Ooh. I cannot work.
1: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs>
1: All right.
0: Mm-hmm. But, yes,
1: we wanted to have you on so we could talk about yes. Hell Hath No Fury, your new flick that's coming out tomorrow, November 5th. And streaming on Monday or uh, Tuesday, uh, November 9th. Yes. So yeah, let's talk about let's talk about this flick a little bit. So uh, this is the one you actually uh, shaved your your hair for, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. They shaved my head in the movie. That was uh, one of the requirements for this part, you know, because I play a right. uh you know, resistant fighter who get caught and goes to Ravensburg concentration camp, and yeah. Yes, it was part of the process.
1: So did you shave your head prior to the movie, or did they actually film the shaving of the head?
0: Oh, no, they film shaving the head. It's in the movie. Uh, that, it was very common back then. Um, they had these women, resistant fighters, that would date the SS officers to gather information. They were unsung heroes. And then um, if they got caught, if any of the women got caught doing anything with Nazis, uh, they would have to do the walk of shame where they stripped them of their clothes um you know in a square back then it was they did it right. all in, in public shave them and then a lot of times they would draw the nazi sign on their forehead so they were you know doomed for life you know right wow mm. so, so yeah it's, it's a true you know based on true stories so did you
1: uh did you kind of freak out a little bit when they were shaving your your head or were you like ah this is this is okay
0: well, you know, I, you know I'm you i a method actor all the way, so I was so in it. I mean, that was, like, the last of my concerns when we were filming it, you know? I've been doing research right. and learning about concentration camps and reading these women's stories and been losing weight and crying myself to sleep every night. And, you know what I mean? So by the time it came to the shaving part, it was, like, you know, right part of the process. Uh, so, yeah. I, I mean, it was... Weird, a couple of times where I had to leave the premise. I, I lived kind of on set, like in a house right next to the set. So I was okay. living in a bubble and there was a couple of times where I had to go to the store and I had like patches because back then they didn't have like razors, like the nice razors we have. They had these clippers that would, like rip the hair and I that's what I wanted. So I had, like those patches that looked like... Right. Uh, yeah, it did not look good. And I'll go to the store and everyone would like look at me and the cashier would be like, I'm so sorry. You know, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> See, I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but that's like a one take thing. you can't, you can't like be like, oh, okay, well, we messed up. Let's go do it again. Like that's a one take thing.
0: That's a one. Yeah. It's someone, a yeah, Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, uh,
1: but yeah, so uh, you get to be, you know, a badass. It's kind of your thing. You get to be a badass in this movie.
0: Yes, yeah, she she's definitely a badass, but she's a little different from me because she's not physical. You know, she you know, she was a, a victim of her circumstances, you know, surrounded right. by soldiers and SS officers and concentration camps and you know, so she didn't have her strength, but she had this. She's like the quiet one in the corner. Huh, you know, cool. and the one that's like da, 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 you know, like the idiot out there in the front and she's like the quiet one in the corner plotting everything. Yeah. So I learned a lot from her. She's yeah, very- so
1: uh, <laughs> uh, I was going to say you, you said you, you're you a method uh, actor. You mm-hmm. were, you know, doing your research even while on the set. Is there something that you learned while being on set that like, while you were doing your research while reading that absolutely blew your mind that you had no clue about, you know, this whole, the, the story.
0: Yeah. I did not know. I, I have heard about these women in Holland called the redheaded girl I, I read about that story where they would drive on the bicycles and they would seduce the Nazis and they'd go in the park and shoot them. And uh, But I didn't know how common it was. And then, you know, I got caught and I was in Ravensbrook for three years. So I did a lot of research what it was like to be in Ravensbrook. And um, I had no idea really what was happening behind closed doors. You know, I knew, I knew right. it was really fucked up, but I didn't know how messed up it was. And now I know, like, it's very hard to get information on it because the women that survived, they don't want to talk about it. Right. It was so excruciatingly insane what was happening that I, I don't think you can process it as a human being, no matter how much therapy you go to and do whatever. So you just kind of have to, you know, just bury it and, and, and move on with your life. So it's very hard to actually find research and and the letters and stuff there's not that much of it out there
1: right no that that's uh that's very interesting i, I you know yeah. you know you hear you hear about it you know like a a once of story oh this person you know did this and and then you know uh but I didn't realize how how prevalent it was like you were saying now maybe that's a maybe that's a flick that needs to be um you know created out there about about you know about them.
0: But that's what this movie is about. It's her story. Uh, oh okay, movie.
1: so it's okay, so that's what it is her story. Yeah, okay.
0: It is her story, French Resistant Fighter. And uh, you know, um what um what it was like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, she her parents get killed by an SS officer and then she is uh sent to gather information from him and pretend to be in love with him and he killed her parents. But then she falls in love with him. Or does she?
1: Or, or yes. does she? That's, uh, I, so where did you, where did you film? Where was this filmed at?
0: In Belarus and, uh, and a little bit in Santa Clarita.
1: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Never, never been out, out that way before. So, uh, <laughs> uh, how, how, how is it out that, I mean, how was filming in Belarus?
0: Well, you know, it's, um, you know, Eastern Europe, you know, I'm not right, right. so I'm used to the culture, the people, uh, the food, the, you know, the, the whole nine. So, um, yeah, it was, a. Uh, and as I said, you know, in with that particular part, you know, I saw my trailer, my room, my co-stars, the sets, and, uh, and that was about it. You know, know with that about- kind of part, you can't, I mean, you can't do all that research and go to set and then you have a day off and then go sightseeing, you know? <laughs> Right. <laughs> you know, I would cry myself to sleep every day shooting this part, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, and, and,
1: and, and as you said, it, it is Eastern Europe, so... Um,
0: yeah. And then what know. do you see? You, you go out and you see trees and forests. And, right. You know, and, and the, you know, I, I saw my, my beautiful cemetery I was shooting at. I was shooting there a lot.
1: Oh, you shot in a se- Oh, okay.
0: So I hung out at a, at a cemetery a any new,
1: Did you make any new friends in the cemetery?
0: Yeah, a lot of imaginary friends. <laughs>
1: a lot of imagine- now, are you uh are you a believer in ghosts and spirits? Uh,
0: I believe in spirits, but I don't believe in ghosts. Okay, I don't
1: know. Yeah, I don't I know don't if believe
0: I- in, like Ghostbusters, Woo! <laughs> right? <laughs> but I, cool. I feel, I, I feel spirits. I, I, I truly do. Um, you know, I, I, I know that there's something bigger than us, but. Uh, I don't know what it is. Yeah. You know, I feel, you know, I can feel people's spirits, but you know, not, not I don't believe in like a ghost, a green slobber that comes right. and it's
1: <laughs> Right. But, uh, somebody who's, I guess, whose spirit may be left, by, who walked the earth and now their spirit kind of just hangs out, uh, you know, and maybe a purgatory. You, is that what you, uh, is that what yeah, you Yeah, I do believe in
0: that. I, I do believe we choose our parents and, you know, we're all just spirits, you know, and this is, you know, just our vessel. I, I do. I do believe that, you know, you know, next time I'm going to come back as a frog. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: and then You have to kiss me.
1: Yes. And well, so, hold on. so it'd be it's, the opposite. So
0: because it's, a, it's a unisex yeah. right now world we live in. Right. So, yeah. So it's not like. Right. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Oh, right. I mean, yeah, I, I get it. The story is usually the the girl kisses the boy frog. Yeah, and but then, you yeah.
0: kiss the frog, and then it turns into me.
1: Well, you're gonna have a lot of people out there kissing frogs, trying to, trying to find you.
0: <laughs>
1: so, I mean, obviously, besides besides acting, uh, yeah. you're a rock star, uh, stunt woman, uh, boxer, like. What haven't you done? What that, that you would like to do?
0: Ooh, ooh, there's so many things.
1: So are you are you an adrenaline junkie? Do you like? Have you done oh, skydiving?
0: Adrenaline, uh, hardcore adrenaline junkie. Uh, you know, if I had like more lives, I would be a martial artist. Perfect that. I love anything with speeds. I think race car driver, motorcycle, you know, on the track, perfect that. Um, So have you
1: done skydiving?
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I do that a lot.
1: No, a lot. Ah, no, I've never been. No, No, I'm scared of heights.
0: My face your fears. I,
1: I, my, my (laughs) legitimate fear, like I, since ever since I can remember, I have always felt that my death will be caused by falling off a very high place.
0: Well, I so, think you need to keep putting that energy out there. And you need to, you know, when you hold a thought for 17 seconds to become a vibration, that's a fact. So I think you just need to keep thinking that. And eventually you're going to manifest it. You're not allowed to think like that. You're dad now. You have to think I'm strong. I'm doing great. I'm not yeah, bad. No yeah. Body.
1: Stay away. Stay away from high buildings and railings. That's what I think. <laughs> In cliffs. And no skydiving. Stay away from all that stuff.
0: I think it's more more dangerous to like jump on a plane or get in a car, actually.
1: It's very dangerous to get in a car. Yeah. Uh, so- especially what you're uh you're LA, right?
0: LA four oh five. Yeah, try that one.
1: Yeah, yeah. Between LA I mean I've done LA, I've done Orlando. The only difference so obviously LA has more traffic. hmm But Orlando people are insane.
0: I would agree to that.
1: They are just, ins- they drive like, like, like it's race cars.
0: I don't know about the driving, but I know about when I do shows there and they go bananas. They're the best crowd because they're like,
1: <laughs> it's all, it's, you know, so there was like a study done and
0: what it, is that?
1: in Florida. Uh, it was found that Florida has the most aggressive people. Huh. And I think it's because of the heat because it's so hot that uh, the heat just makes you so mad. And so, it you know, you have to get that out.
0: Well, I think Arizona is hotter, no?
1: Uh, I've been to both. And it, I, I've heard the cliche, it's a different type of heat. And honestly, it is. Like, in, and when you're in Arizona, it is hotter, but it's a drier. You're not sweating, which is also a problem because if you're out there and you're, you're getting hot, you have to stay hydrated because you don't know that you are getting dehydrated because you're not sweating. I've been out there and seen people just pass out walking.
0: Yeah. 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 No, we, we did a lot of shows in the summer and you know, Orlando and, and Florida and um, you know, th- that's what happens to one of my guitar players. And uh, for me, I loved it. I was like, shredded. It's the best shape I've ever been in. Not because it was shredded, just because I was constantly sweating it.
1: When are you going to get back out on the road with with the band?
0: I don't think, you know, I I did a movie called Cease the Night that's coming out where I play a goth singer and I did all the music for that. I have a comic book coming out called Freya in the beginning of next year where um, I play Freya and the movie is narrated by music. Yeah, it's a very interesting comic book, oh, a new yeah. concept. Yeah, so I am narrated the whole movie with music. I wrote all the music. So it's like I am constantly doing music, you know. I am today, start, you know, today and tomorrow right. I'm shooting a new video game, and it looks like I might be doing the music for that as well. So I'm, like, always doing musics, and I want to do one-off shows. Um did right. touring and gone for six months you know festivals i want to do festivals i want to do like one offs but six months in the road i can't I, I just right i can't well see. we
1: need we need to we need to get your band to do like the vip parties at galaxy con
0: i know that that that's that's the plan
1: i have no i have zero pull at galaxy con so i i know i, can... <laughs> I know we,
0: need to talk, about it. we need to talk about it but it's not you know with, you know with COVID and everything we're not ready yet i think right. we're gonna leave it then we'll
1: be ready. Right, but the last, so you would put out uh, your last uh, record, last EP mm-hmm. was what? Resurrection, right? Yes. And uh, I, I, I bought that on the iTunes.
0: Aww. Um.
1: Yeah, I listen. I I, I listen to Still Alive uh, like all the time,
0: Aww. all the time.
1: It's one of my. It's one of my favorite songs. It's one of my top played songs. Uh, uh-huh. on my, yeah. It's one of my top played songs on my, on my iPod. Um, I, I, I absolutely love it. So. Oh, thank
0: uh, you. I, I so appreciate that. Yeah.
1: If you guys haven't picked it up and it's just an EP, so it's, it's not like it's a $15, you know, record on the iTunes. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a, it's a good I one. When I got out of my record, I, I, when I got out of my record deal with Warner Brothers, that's the one that I popped out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So again, I highly recommend pick it up. I think it's what, uh, what is it? Six, six tracks. Uh,
0: uh, I, I think looked- so. five, five,
1: five. I should have looked it up right before. I, yeah, I, can, I know. I can it's look fine. it on my I phone. <laughs> it.
0: my record,
1: huh? <laughs> I'm doing bad, bad research here. <laughs> I got, I got, look, I, know. I got pictures. Uh, you know, I, got, good, I, good. I got pictures. That's, that's yeah. all I'm good for. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So uh, but so, what came first, acting or the singing?
0: Oh, it, it came together. I mean, I was always a performer. I was one of those kids, like if I couldn't perform, uh, pictures of me as a tiny girl where I'm dancing on the street in like a little tutu and a ghetto blaster. And my dad was filming it with my girlfriend and I choreographed this experimental dancing. Uh, and, you know, we make like, four or 500 crowns, which is almost a hundred bucks, you know, for like little six, seven year olds. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Yeah. I just, I just needed to perform. I just need to express. Otherwise I'm going to explode.
1: I hear that. I, uh, was never good at the music. So, um, either singing or playing. So, uh, you you have me on both of those. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, is there do you do you enjoy one or the other more either singing or acting
0: well um when i do passion projects in acting and and parts that i love and that inspires me there's like nothing better and but the feeling of standing on stage and people singing back your lyrics having them tattooed on your body is the most incredible feeling too but with music i always feel like i'm playing the same character you know i do like um, one style of music and if I vary it too much the fans are like you know what I mean they don't like I like a lot of different music but I tend to be doing the harder stuff and and I kind of have to stick with that when I you know go on tour and stuff so I feel like kind of it's limited where with acting you know I finished the uh World War Two movie the one Hell Hath No Fury and then you know I did the I just did a comedy called Don't Try This at Home and then you know, now I'm doing the video game. You know, and, and then it's right. like it, there's more variety, and I feel more utilized. Where with the music, it's like one part of myself. Does right. that make sense?
1: No, no, it that that makes uh, a perfect sense. So you're talking about like the things that you enjoy. So what yeah. are what's what's the most played song or uh, like band on on your iPod?
0: Oh, but that, you know, I go through phases. I'm one of those that like one song and then I have it on repeat, you know, right? like all day long. So what's what's your,
1: what's the, what's, what's the kicker right now? What do you listen to right now?
0: Uh, It's a little poppy, so I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, you know, I can't. Um, it's a little, it's a little embarrassing, but you know who I, who I dug up again? It's Bob Moses. Do you know Bob Moses?
1: I, I've heard the name.
0: Alternative, Alternative rock, and they're just so good, and they're so underrated. And I'm like, what the hell? They're so good, you know. Like we, Bob i have so been obsessing about them, and then uh, I've been listening to The Weeknd. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> know why i just needed some weekend in me um i I get it they uh, just
1: did the they just did the super bowl last year now uh you know and then speaking of sports uh you played the world series like you you performed at the world series how did that come about
0: um i uh they contacted me uh because they wanted me to do uh like all the college football and then they said the majority of people who watch sports are male from 40 to 60. That's me. And they were were like, we need some female younger blood. Who's angry.
1: Who's angry. All
0: right. Angry. So then I did a lot of the uh, Fox sports, all the college football. And um, and then they asked me, they're like, Hey, um, we have a spot available um, uh, for halftime. Do you want to do it? And I was like, hello. Yes. So I did. And then it, I didn't have a song that was right. So I remember writing one last minute, like it was like one of those, you know, up all night writing it, right. You know, Performing it the next day, you know, uh, live there on their stage and, you know, just wrote the lyrics. And I'm like, what the hell am I singing? again? <laughs> you know what I mean? It was one of those um, very right. surreal um, experiences. And at the time I had no idea, idea what, um, what a profound experience it was. And they wanted me to have me on the best damn sports show. And I was like, I just didn't know anything. You know, I, right. I, I just, uh, you know, I know boxing. Right. And that's about it. Like, I don't really know. I know a little bit of MMA, but I just, I'm, I'm not, you know, I grew up in a different culture. So we, we have soccer, but we don't have baseball, football. Right. Like, I just don't know the rules. So I sit there, you know, with baseball and then I'm about to fall asleep. And then I go to the bathroom when I, come back and then it's over. And then I sit there again and wait and wait
1: and wait. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's
0: like I'm, when you don't know what's happening, it's a little, you
1: know, nope. little I got awkward. you. No, no, I got you. I got you. And uh, we never got to talk ab- about, and, and I kept wanting to talk about this. And, and ever since you brought it up, you know, when we were, when we talked the first time, but um, you opening for meatloaf. Oh. I mean, like he is a rock God. How was it? So when you, when you got done watching, you know, doing your set, your, your, um, your set, did you get a chance to watch from the side of the stage or behind, you know, and, and, and watch Meatloaf perform or were you all packing up and and getting your stuff ready for the next day?
0: We were out with him for three months. So there's plenty of time to see him perform and no, he is, um, you know, I just told this uh, story, um, on another show where um uh you know i was broke at that time and it was like one of my first bigger tours and and um you know he does casinos like 35 to five thousand seaters casinos where you sit down i'm not used to sit down crowds right and then uh, it was halloween and i was broke and i had no money so i went to walmart and bought the cheapest costumes i could find for halloween and I got nurse outfits, sexy nurse outfits. So I was like, we're all gonna be like sexy nurses. Have fun, <laughs> right? And I got like the boys like little red booty shorts. So when the people that sit down in the front and they look up, they
1: are right. protected, right?
0: <laughs> and um, and we're standing there in the wing, and um, at the venue, the managers, everyone came, and they're like, yeah, you can't go out on stage, uh, with three guys and you so four sexy nurses we're not going to allow that in in a casino yeah so they 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 wouldn't let us perform if we were going to wear that and then meet love was like you know what it's my show it's my tour let them do whatever they want to do and i was like go meet love go go that's (laughs) awesome he's a badass he's fearless and i you know as i said before like you know, I would watch him record his shows every single night. He record his shows and he listens back every night. Oh wow. To 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 make it better. And he has like a, a bus where he has his workout equipment, a bus with all of his wardrobe changes. And I mean, he takes it more seriously than anyone. You know, every night is like he gives it his all, you know, I- so um I mean, the bar is up here with him. You know, people can say whatever they want about him, but the guy is a pro. It's you a know. show.
1: I see. I've I've it's seen pro him pro. about five times, I think, and it is wow. an apps Yeah, I I mean one of one of my one of my all time favorites. Um, and it is it is a show. Again, you know, you say people people say, oh, he's corny, you know, whatever this that, the other. Yeah, well, but, I mean, man. what
0: this isn't, you know what I mean?
1: Right, but. It's a, it's an absolute show and, yeah. and I love it. I love me love.
0: He gives people like, I'm always like, okay, if I pay, pay 40 bucks, I want something more than just four guys up there singing. And that's what he does. You know, he puts on a show. So even if you don't like his music, he puts on an entertaining show.
1: 100%. And, and I've gone to a lot of concerts like that yeah. where I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah. but then I've gone to some concerts, like Britney Spears, when you go to a Britney Spears yeah. concert, you know what you're getting into. You know she's going to lip sync, and there's going to be dancing, and she's yeah. not really singing, but it's a show, and okay. I 100 percent love it. I, I think I've think, seen.
0: Kylo? You're you're a little cheesy.
1: <laughs> I'm super cheesy. I am the king of cheese. I if the cheesier the better when it comes to me, 100. percent
0: Well, I was a fan of Madonna. You know the same thing. Michael Jackson. You know in Europe. Yep all the, 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 icons, you know?
1: Yes, absolutely. That's,
0: the shows, you know, so I'm all for it.
1: Right. Uh, again, I, I was never able to, to play. So seeing, yes. seeing, uh, you know, people go all, you know, again, uh, singing is tough as it is.
0: Yeah. Playing
1: music is tough as it is. Yeah. Dancing is tough as it is. Doing all three together and making a show out of it is incredibly yeah. tough. So I, I, all the respect. All, he, you know again Milo has all all the respect. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you ready to play a little game here? A little game Uh-oh. with me? Okay. All right. A little game. This is uh, something I like to call the Milo Beasley Show Frequently Asked Questions. These are the same questions that I ask every single one of my guests. They can be a little bit embarrassing. They might be a little bit embarrassing. There's no wrong answer. So it's gonna be the first thing that comes to your mind. All right? Okay. All right. Question number one. Who is your first celebrity crush?
0: Michael Hutchins. Okay.
1: Michael Hutchins.
0: I thought he was hot. And then when he's saying, I need you tonight, I was like, ah! <laughs> and I was way too young to think like that. But you know, my father well, was into him, into him, and I was like, I thought it was the hottest thing. And it was the first concert I ever went to. And Oh, I was that's awesome. Yeah, me the whole time, 10-year-old me. He was definitely looking at me the whole time. Of,
1: of course he was. And don't <laughs> let anybody tell you anything else. Now, did you so? Did you ever get a chance to meet meet him?
0: No, because he died.
1: Right, but I didn't know if before he died, you got a chance. Oh,
0: um, maybe, probably better.
1: <laughs> maybe, maybe.
0: All right. Yeah.
1: Question number two. This goes back to something we were talking about a little bit earlier. What is your guilty pleasure song? What song do you love to listen to? You will turn it up and listen to it no matter who's around you'll you'll turn it up you'll you'll sing you'll dance
0: i just did it yesterday to get in uh in the mood for something and i don't know what it is but i just love sorry with justin bieber it made me so happy you know it's like it's just a very happy song and it's just, um, it makes me very happy, you know?
1: That, but I don't, yeah. That's I mean, if it, okay. that's that's the thing about these guilty pleasures. If it makes you happy, yeah. who cares? Yeah. It's about you.
0: Exactly. And Max Martin, this Swedish songwriter wrote it. And this guy oh. writes like all of my favorite songs, you know, for the weekend. All of my favorite songs. He He writes cheese, but he's the best. Like, I like good cheese, vegan cheese.
1: Oh man this next one this next question, <laughs> oh man, uh, maybe you're not the person to ask uh, I know you' are a huge animal activist, so just oh, pretend no, don't do just this to me. pretend for one second Okay. if you were being attacked, uh-huh, would you rather fight one giant duck or a hundred tiny horses? What do you think <laughs> <laughs>
0: what, the hell what do you, of question is that? Like duck as you in a duck costume?
1: No, like a giant like a horse sized duck. Like a giant duck or a hundred little bitty horses. What do you think you could what if you had to fight one?
0: Well, I would, you, take, I would take I'll go one on one with a giant duck.
1: What I want a giant duck?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would feed it some I don't know. What do they eat?
1: <laughs> well you if you're not careful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I would take the duck because right. it's one giant, you know.
1: I uh, I feel you on that because a hundred of anything is like even like a hundred ants. Yeah,
0: like, but but i would make i would make friends with the duck. I'm a very yep. good. <laughs> you speak. <sweet.
1: laughs> Question number four. Yeah. What is your favorite movie quote?
0: Wow. <sighs> I just did, uh, I talked about my favorite movie, the, the one that had the uh, most influence on me. And I think the 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 thing that had the most profound effect on me was in Thelma and Louise. That movie changed my life. That's why I came to America and I got hurt oh. with my first big check. And when they sit in the car, and Louise is like, just go, don't stop. Just go. And she's like looking at me, she's like, go. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because and that to me, I carried with me my whole life. I was like, just don't stop, Nina, because I've had a lot of obstacles in my life, you know. Right. And, you know, coming here when I was so young and all this stuff, and in my business, and you know, and and I'm always like, just go, Nina, just go, you know.
1: <laughs> I no, that's good. That's that's. I mean, that's that's perfect. I mean, yeah. when when you talk about you know uh, movies or scenes or things that again affect you from early on till yeah. that you carry with you that's a, a great scene and that's uh something great to carry with you a great motto you know just go
0: yeah
1: all right yeah. question number 5
0: uh-huh.
1: if blank was an olympic sport i would win a gold medal
0: no one can beat me in air hockey i am air be hockey be Hockey queen. Is that a sport?
1: Uh, it, no. I right. will tell you, Okay. We're, I,
0: we're, I, I have this. I, I turn into a monster when it comes to air hockey. I am like, shit.
1: All right. Wherever we are at, yeah. if it's in if it's in Raleigh, if it's uh, another city somewhere uh, for another convention, whether it's Galaxy Con or, or someplace else, we will find an after-hours <laughs> yeah. arcade and we will throw down the gauntlet. We'll, we'll, we'll pick like a couple of different games to have like a world champion.
0: Okay. But air hockey is mine. I can beat anyone.
1: Air hockey is yours. Yes. All right.
0: Literally just in New York. And I beat like the guy that was apparently the guy and I squashed him.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. This is good to know. I'm going to write this down. <laughs> air hockey. So uh, what's uh, what's next for you after Hell Hath No Fury? So what's next for you that we can talk about?
0: Um, well, there is a Cease the Night, the movie, the goth movie from the 90s right. that's coming out. It's picked up. We don't have a date yet, but it's going to be very soon. I think within like next month, I'll have a release date.
1: Ooh, and fantastic. Uh,
0: it's like Requiem for a Dream meets uh, Before Sunrise, where I play a goth singer, a true story. That. Uh, I'm very excited about uh, it's going to be in streaming services and then uh, my book Freya coming out I'm gonna be making an announcement about that very soon that's gonna be available um, a comic book with real-life photos narrated by me with music
1: That's fantastic. Yeah. I really I, I hope that I hope that you're able to do more conventions and I hope we're able to do more conventions together. But I am hope you're able to go and, and do more conventions with that book because I think that's a very, very cool thing to, to do. And it's obviously a, a great place to do it at.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm really I'm really excited. I mean, we're going to have hard books as well, you know, like regular comic books and stuff. And right. we have an art opening uh, in February here in L.A., like a huge, uh, you know, gallery opening with some of the – Uh, photographs, uh, comic book pages that you can buy. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a very exciting thing. I started creating with some of my uh, idols in that world um, during COVID. So that one I'm really excited about. And then I shot another thing that I can't talk. (laughs) Like, it's so (laughs) stupid. I can't talk about it. So I shot another thing that's coming out where that's super cool. And then, uh, This you know I just shot it today Uh, I worked on it today and I'm shooting again tomorrow and um, for a video game that I'm really excited about. Uh Man, like I like like I
1: said at the beginning, you are so busy. I just uh, and so you and you were working during COVID. So what was it like? uh, So when you were filming uh, Hell Hath No Fury, um, it was obviously during a a lot of this downtime. Mm -hmm. So. How was there testing every day? Did you have to stay within like a bubble? Uh, What what was it like filming during, you know, quarantine, during COVID, during this pandemic?
0: For me, it was a dream come true because you stay in your little pod. You are not, you know, I can't talk to the extras. I can't talk to anyone. I have my own private makeup person. And for a role like that, it allowed me to Really, there was no distractions because I film, I go home, I, had no text messages, no emails, so I could really immerse myself in the character. Um, and there was no distractions, and you know, it's the same people I see every day, and you know, everyone were kind of method actors, so it was like doing a play. It felt like doing a play, and um, you know, because it was COVID, everyone like was just so excited to be working, you right. know. It's- Felt so special and the crew was tiny because it's COVID so you know my makeup artist would be my scripty so you know she'd be standing there with the script so, so everyone had multiple parts because right. you, you had to keep it so tiny so it felt like I was doing a play like I was back to making a student film or something even though it's not a student film but that, like, like for me it's like the same with music I love playing in 50, 100, even 500 people clubs because I'm right there with the audience and the same with this, I was like right there with the director and then everyone was like right there and everyone is doing 10 jobs and everyone is helping and you become a family. That's just so tight. And, uh, it was really special.
1: Right. So it it means more
0: time, I think.
1: Yeah. So it seems like, you know, even more, a more of a reason why you want this movie, obviously you want every movie to succeed. Um, uh, especially you know the ones that you're in but uh, a movie where everybody comes together like that this is you know um uh again uh hell hath no fury coming out november 5th friday november 5th streaming tuesday november 9th do you know i didn't i, I didn't do my homework here but do, so do you know uh where it will be streaming at
0: everywhere except for netflix uh, Amazon, iTunes uh, yeah all of the streamers but not Netflix all right yeah so yeah so it's very it's, it's a very special one and if it does well me and the director you know I worked with a director before we did Wonder Woman when I first started he cast me as his Wonder Woman we did a short that went viral that did very well for both of us and then we tried to find a project to work on and then you know, finally, this came along. He had another actor, uh, a famous European actor, but uh, I beat her.
1: <laughs> um,
0: so yeah, so that's so that's what happens. And if it does well, we have another right. one that we we are dying to do. That he wrote right after we finished this movie. He wrote uh, he wrote this uh, script for me called Boudicca. It's a historic character, a true story, true story about a, a, a woman that led this Celtic people uh, in the Roman times. And it's a true oh, story. Right. You know, you've m- maybe seen right. her a lot of comic books are made on about her because it's a true story. She has like long red hair. She had like the gold necklaces. She has like the green war paint art on her face. She has two daughters because when her husband died, the Romans raped her two young daughters. And that's when she found her power and she you know, led uh, uh, the Great Britain for 30 years. Right. Yeah. So, and she was Nordic like me. So he wrote it insane script. And so if this does well, go see, go see, go see it. Then we'll do that one next, which would be, I would be the happiest girl in the world. I'll tell you that.
1: So do you like doing historical movies or movies based on historical figures? Oh
0: yeah. Oh Yeah. Because so then I get to live those times, you know? So like,
1: like, yeah, like period pieces then.
0: Oh, period pieces on my favorite. Yeah. I love escaping reality. <laughs> so,
1: but do you, do you find that having to do those period pieces or somebody based on a historical figure that you have guidelines that you have to stay within and you can't, you know, put some of your personality into that, into these characters?
0: Well, I think like I use certain parts of my personality, like with Marie, the character in hell hath no fury, you know, as a ballerina from four to 18, you know, uh, the world inch ballet, you know, uh, the Bolshoi theater and all that stuff. And I use, because in the beginning, you know, they, you know, they're like very, you know, they, they move different, they talk different, they sit right. different, they walk different, they, you know, it's like a whole different, it's just so fabulous back then, you know. So I got to use all of that training and that part of myself where normally I sit like a tomboy, I can't wear dresses because I can't figure out how to sit like a lady, you know what I mean? Like, everyone's <laughs> <laughs> everyone a show, you know, it's hard for me to wear dresses and, you know, so I get to use part of myself that I, have but I just don't really use it very much, you know. Where I fell in love with ballet because it was so romantic and so, you know, like when I was four years or five years old, I I went to the ballet and I saw this guy in his tights and his muscles and he was like holding this woman. I was like, at four years old, I was like, I knew that's what I wanted. I wanted to be held with one of those muscly guys with spandex pants. You know, I was already pretty dirty when I was four. <laughs> Oh, you got I to, you got to and hang and out with. Anything. You got to hang out with a couple
1: uh, spandexy guys oh, when yes. you uh, at FSCW.
0: I know. Maybe that's why I like you guys so much because it's like my fantasy, <laughs> my like little girl fantasy. I'm there with all you spandex guys, and I'm in. I feel at home.
1: So, so how did that happen? How did you end up getting roped into hanging out and doing commentary at FSCW with us?
0: Uh, that was you guys. You just you guys were like the friendliest first time at Comic Con. Didn't even know what a comic con was. I was completely overwhelmed. I was completely like, "Ah, uh, deer in headlights," and uh, and I just felt like, "Oh, come and do commentaries." And I was like, <laughs> "And you guys were just so awesome," and you just kind of took me under my arm and you just kind of like guided me and then you're like, "Here, Sydney, talk," and I was like, B-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-. and then somehow I said things and. I got sucked in and I had a blast and then I had so much fun. And before you knew it, the show was over. And then I was like, hooked. I was like, this is fun. I want to get in the ring. I want to do this.
1: Yeah. So if you could, if you could cosplay a wrestler in FSCW, if you could be a character, (sighs) who would you, I mean, would it be wonder woman or would, is there another character? Is there another, uh, fandom that you like that you would be like, Oh, I want to be this person.
0: There's just so many. I mean, you know, now I just did that comic book on Freya. You know, Freya's a Nordic god. I would right. love to play like some kind of uh, Viking, like get in touch with my roots and, you know. Maybe you can
1: bring Freya to life.
0: Yes, drink beers and wear horns, <laughs> and take you and uh, flip you, lift you up in one arm, and you know do. Uh, that.
1: Wearing wearing horns and drinking beer, you would fit very well into the FSCW after parties. They will they will definitely be bringing you. Uh, but I don't
0: the, I want to be. I want to be in the ring too, not just the after part.
1: Oh no no no! It's in the ring and then and at the after yeah, part. It's all
0: the same. It's all yes yes okay. You can't do one without the other, right? Of
1: course, of no, course, no,
0: of course, yeah. Because that's I, one thing that I learned. You guys know how to party. I mean, they you guys... I'm not,
1: I'm not a partier. I have never have been, I will hang out, but I don't, I don't.
0: Okay. Your friends.
1: Yes. My friends know how to party
0: rock stars. Like, yeah.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm mild and timid. They are uh, insane.
0: They're, they're, yeah. They're pretty, they're pretty wild. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how, how the hell do you get up? How do you get in the ring the next day like that? Um, <laughs> you just sweat it out.
1: You, you know, the, the, the you that the thing that you were it. saying about, like, being in front of a crowd, that adrenaline, yeah. you know, and, you know, the crowd singing the lyrics back to you. It's very. So the reason I got into wrestling, the way I describe wrestling is wrestling is like being a rock star for people who don't play music. Oh. So it is all about the adrenaline. Yes. It is. Uh, yeah, it's 100 percent. About the adrenaline. So mm, that um, makes sense. Yeah. So uh, again, I have you know, at the conventions, you know, I have very long days. I'm doing panels all yeah. day. I actually, I hosted your very first Q and A panel. I
0: know. I was so nervous. I mean, I didn't know anything. But, like you're doing a panel. I was like, panel, panel. But, like I didn't even know what a panel was. You know what <laughs> I mean? I was like so, so green. I was so green and completely overwhelmed. And I was like, "What are all these people doing in these costumes? I'm so confused. What is this?"
1: <laughs> and you is knocked this- it out of the park. <laughs> no, you were great. You were great up there. You're—I mean, I, it's- like I
0: have fun. Yeah, I—I I felt, you know, what you do, Milo. You make us feel at home. That's well, I what
1: I—that's—that's that's what I try to do. I—I I, my job is to make sure that the guests are as comfortable and as happy as possible. If they're happy, the crowd is going to be happy. Yeah. If if the crowd is happy uh again the guests are happy the guests are happy the convention's happy so uh i <laughs> just yeah, i just
0: questions you ask great questions
1: i try i'm a huge like i'm a huge nerd myself so <laughs> uh i i say that i'm a very lucky fanboy like i get to be up there with like we share, We got to share a stage with Roger Craig Smith, who is an amazing, amazing voice actor. Yeah. Uh, and so They're like, humble. so just be
0: so humble
1: and, and, and humble and, and nice. And just being up there, I get, I try to ask the questions again that I want to ask, you know, uh, I know that, the, you know, the audience has their own questions yeah. and we will eventually get to those, but. You know, I have my questions too. I want to fanboy out as well, and I try to ask those questions that <laughs> yeah. that I want to ask as well. So it's a uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm a you know, again, I, I consider my, myself com- super lucky, and uh, I've made many good friends. Uh, you know, li- like you in particular. You know, like uh, yeah. I, I'm I'm super happy when I get to see you in person, but you know, uh, when you know when we get to chat. You know, online and stuff like that. Uh, whatever you're not busy, because again, you're so. Bu- I don't get it. How do you even have time to sleep?
0: Well, you we can see when we get old, right?
1: This is yeah, I'm there. Uh, but yeah, I just consider myself lucky, and I get to make all these these friendships that uh, uh, younger me would have never even dreamed about. So uh, again, I, I couldn't. I I couldn't. You know be more thankful to have you as a, to, to to call you a friend, not just an associate, not just, Oh yeah. Somebody who I see, you know, every once in a while, but to to actually call you a friend, I couldn't be more thankful.
0: Mm, I feel the same. I feel the same. It's the people. At the end of the day It's always the people. Absolutely. it's It's not the project. Like I never remember like the project. I always remember the people, you know, the characters I play, I have a relationship with and the people. Yeah that's what I take with me. Like I, you know, cut from comic cons. It's the people that I, meet, you know, more so. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All
1: yes. right. So before we wrap up, where can folks find you on the social medias? If they, if they aren't already following you,
0: uh, just my name, Nina Bergman at uh, Instagram is where I'm most active. Um, and then, you know, my website has everything, Nina you know, Twitter, Facebook. I mean, you name it. Everything is, is, is up there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so uh again, very active on there. Um a, a lot of a lot of fun photos.
0: Yeah, fun right photos. now uh, right now there's a poll what dress to wear for my premiere on Wednesday. So go oh. vote.
1: Yes. Well this will <laughs> be past but uh, but yeah you do a lot of fun things like that all, all the time um, so uh, but yes again thank you so much for hanging out with me and, and spending an hour with me today I, I truly yeah. appreciate it
0: well of course, of uh, course.
1: so anything anything left uh, to, to say to the fans watching at home or wherever they're probably like this watching theaters.
0: Our- Watch it in theaters It's an epic movie shot beautifully it's it's very epic even though it's an indie movie it's an epic Experience much better in the movie theater, and if you much, can't, you know, get it, get it at home. But don't watch it on your laptop.
1: Okay. don't oh, watch it on the laptop. No, what you have, to, it's yes,
0: and, and and do things to you.
1: <laughs> so go to a theater Friday yeah. this Friday, November fifth. If yes. you're watching after November fifth, guess what? It's still in the theaters. Go watch it. Uh, have a, a good time. Support this movie, so that way we can get our second iteration. Uh, from Nita, that she desperately wants to do uh again thank you so much for hanging out with me and everyone thank you for for watching and we'll see you uh next week see you uh in a, 10 days maybe i don't know whenever you're watching this uh my guest will be luke null former saturday night live cast member we talk about a ton of things including saturday night live shane Hartline, and many more things he's super funny so thank yeah. you for watching and uh, we'll see you guys next week yeah